Sorry, I was having a little technical issues. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how's it going? Uh, good, actually. Good. I, um, I've had a productive <clears throat> afternoon. Or, yeah. Still, I'm, there's a hum in the background. I don't know if you can hear it, but that's the dryer uh drying the last load of laundry and then um yeah just did some cleaning up uh i did not have my usual hair day friday so i did it yesterday which means today i dried my hair which is an event all on its own um so yeah lots of productivity and then i participated in this thing i'll talk about it later um this zoom call um so it's mm. yeah it's been a busy sunday for as far as this uh phase of whatever phase of the quarantine we're in <laughs> it's busy for that mm-hmm. so um yeah how about you um i'm good um again i'm trying to like stay on this this is Wait, Tell Me Everything. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And I'm Andrea. So, yeah, let's get that out the way. And that's let's get that out the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, things have been, I mean, it was like a chill day. Like, I slept in. Um, mm-hmm. Watch Insecure. Okay. Um, me and the best of you are all caught up. Great. Yeah, so I'm very excited. The last week's episode was just perfection. It was just really good. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. They're very happy, very um, romantic comedy, um, familiar black love on display. Just all of that. All that great goodness. communication. Yeah, like oh, I like that. Just what I needed after all the horrendous things that have been mm-hmm. happening all week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, I think we need more of that. Every every opportunity, mm-hmm. um, just to just get some of that good stuff in. I um. I have been. Um, have you seen this little family that does the little songs? Um, the the, the Clark family. Clark family Mm-mm. singers, <laughs> they call themselves Mm-mm. the quarantine kids. <laughs> they actually make me so happy, and I've been, definitely like been tuning in. They put out a new song every day, and they're basically just covering like popular songs. And it's mm-hmm. the dad, the dad's leading the whole thing. And there's two boys and a little girl. The little girl's name is Bellamy. And she wears mm-hmm. these little pigtails, and she's like their front person, like dancing. <laughs> you're the hype she's, man. She's the hype man. She's got to be like five or six, you know. She's like little, tiny, and adorable. Um, and yeah, it's just it's the best thing. Like they like 
they've they cover like all sorts of just like classic like songs and whatever and um the kids are on um bellamy mostly just dances um but every now and then like they give her like a harmonica or <laughs> or like um or some percussion instrument um and the boys mm. are usually uh, one's on drums, the other one's on guitar, and the the dad like plays various instruments um, and um, and does the lead vocals on everything. And it's just they're terrific. Like they're just so much fun. It's like a joy to watch. Um, and um, yeah, so that's been uh, one of my go tos during this. I'd already been tuning into them, but now I just feel like I need them more than I've ever have. <laughs> Because Bellamy is like my spirit animal. Like I just, I love her. Oh Lord, she's just so cute, and she's just like all in. Like she's, yeah, she's adorable. So, so yeah, so I, I, yeah, it's. I think we need to find those spaces, those happy places during these times. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um. All right. So should we get into it? Yes. Go ahead. Okay, so this is hot off the presses. Um, I'm taking this from CNN.com. And um, yeah, like this is uh, 7.38 Eastern time. So this is just like just published. Uh, Minneapolis City Council members intend to defund and dismantle the city's police department. Uh, Have you seen this at all? No, because I did hear some things about defunding but it was only like a small part um like uh, like it was very little that they were actually going to take divert from the budget but mm. go on. okay so this is a council um decision it's nine members of the minneapolis city council today announced they intend to defund and dismantle the city's police department following the police killing of George Floyd. Uh, Council President Lisa Bender tells CNN, we committed to dismantling policing as we know it in the city of Minneapolis and to rebuild with our community a new model of public safety that actually keeps our community safe. With nine votes, the city council would have a veto-proof supermajority of the council's 13 members. Sunday's pledge was an acknowledgement that the current system is not working. Uh, Bender went on to say, we need to listen, especially to our black leaders, to our communities of color for whom policing is not working and to really let the solutions lie in our community. Uh, Press for details on what the dismantling might look like. Bender told CNN she was looking to shift police funding toward community-based strategies and that the city council would discuss how to replace the current police department. Uh, she adds, the idea of having no police department is certainly not in the short term. Uh, Bender and other council members analyzed the nature of 911 calls by constituents, she said, and found most were for mental health services, health and EMT and fire services. The nine council members made the announcement at a community rally in, in Minneapolis. News of the announcement was first reported by the appeal. Um, so city council members had previously said they would take steps to dismantle the police department. Um, and then, uh, Bender says, yes, we are going to dismantle the Minneapolis police department. This is at the rally and replace it with a transformative new model of public safety. Uh, yeah. Jeremiah Ellison, who's the city council for ward five wrote, um, on 
tweeted out on Thursday, we're going to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department, and when we're done, we're not simply going to glue it back together. We are going to dramatically rethink how we approach public safety and emergency response. Um, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry was booed by Protesters Saturday night when he refused to commit to defunding and abolishing the city's police force. A spokesperson for the mayor said in a statement that he is unwavering in his commitment to working with Chief Arredondo toward deep structural reforms and uprooting systemic mm. racism. So what say, I mean, I guess for me, like the first question that comes up, because like no one's done this, right? Like we don't know. Um, what this looks like, right? No, but I'm sure there are all all kinds of research and sure. like things that have been done, and there are all kinds of um, I'm sure frameworks out there already. No one's been bold enough, or you know, kind of forward thinking enough to try to restructure mm-hmm. um, their police department, which. Honestly, like, it needs to happen. Like, it's a systematic, like, problem. Um, Not saying that we, you know, we definitely need policing, but it's not working um, in its current, you know, like, from the training down, the structure, the reporting, oversight, all that needs to be addressed. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, So. so it's interesting. Like, I mean, it's kind of i mean exciting in a way to like Mm -hmm. uh that this is um especially for i mean one of the articles that i read about this pointed out that it's been 13 days since george floyd died and that we're that this is where we are in minneapolis in particular 13 days later is like unheard of right like (laughs) i mean like there's never there's pro. T- I mean, I just feel like in the past there's been, you know, protests after protest, and you know all these demonstrations that you know have lasted, you know, everything from weeks to to months sometimes. Um, if you go back, you know, when you look at the uh, civil rights movements and all those different, you know, like the bus boycott and stuff like that, and it would take all that time for if anything changed, it would take at least all of that time Mm -hmm. and then some. So it just feels like, wow, this is, I mean, like, I just feel like time is like multiple, like, you know, like been somehow like amplified, you know? Um, So it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I'll be keeping an eye on that. And I even like the research you said, like, it, it, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, like, if, if we're now turning our eyes toward other possibilities, um, that's also just an exciting thing to say, like, okay, if this is the way that we've always done it, and we've just all just been like, in, entrenched in, in the idea of doing it this way. But now we're open, like, just, I don't know, I just, I feel like what, like, I, it's exciting, even just the idea of like, there's an openness to uh, explore other other models and other ways. Um, so yeah, I think that's something we are definitely gonna obviously be hearing more about and keeping our eye out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one, again, goes back to just um, kind of going from policy changes, which are what 
we want to more symbolic changes, which are also sometimes meaningful. Um, this is just from a couple days ago on June 4th out of the Virginia pilot, Virginian pilot. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. Um, in victory for civil rights activists, statue of Robert E. Lee will come down. Governor Northam says. So Governor Ralph Northam announced Thursday he was taking steps to remove the Richmond statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee following several days of unrest and protests in the city and across Virginia. The statue, which stands along Richmond's popular Monument Avenue, with four other Confederate statues, is owned by the state. Northam said it will be placed in storage until officials can find another place for it, and the community About will the help. Trash. Okay, right. Sorry. I'm like, where are they going to put it? Who else um, puts monuments up of losers? I'm sorry. I I know. I, mean, I don't understand. Oh God. I've never okay. understood this. Okay. All right. Because you, when you lose, you don't get to. You don't get monuments up. when you lose. You don't get monuments. Mm-mm. I mean, last I checked. Nope. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and the community will help decide where to put it. <laughs> that you know where you can put You know where you can put it. Put it where the sun don't shine. Put it where the sun don't shine. Lord. Um, the uh, the governor said it's time to not. It's time to acknowledge the reality of institutional racism, even if you can't see it. Virginia has never been willing to deal with symbols until now. Um, The move celebrated by civil rights activists who say it's long overdue comes after six days of protesters calling for change following the death of George Floyd. Um, And um, Northam's announcement was made a few hours before a scheduled memorial service for Floyd. Uh, Local African-American activists, pastors, and elected officials stood beside Northam as he made the announcement Tuesday. Northam said the statue would be removed with the help of the Department of General Services as soon as possible. Make no mistake, he said, removing a symbol is important, but it's only a step. It doesn't mean problems are solved. There are still monuments of inequities that exist in our commonwealth and in our country. Uh, the governor said that his authority to take down the statues comes from a state code, which allows him to remove uh, quote, existing work of art or structure owned by the Commonwealth if he submits a plan to do so. So uh, the 23 member Virginia Legislative Black Caucus said in a statement Thursday, the statues, statues removal was a step in the right direction. Uh, caucus Chair uh, Del, Delegate Lamont Bagby. Uh, said, it's disappointing it took so long. The Lee statue was a constant reminder to Black Virginians of racism, dehumanization, and hate that exists and was prevalent throughout our history. As we continue to tear down symbols of hate, let us now build up institutions and systems of justice and equity. I Mm. thought that was very well put. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Um, So good job, uh, Lamont. Um, So... Yeah. So the conversation on what to do with Confederate monuments was heightened in 2017 when a decision by the Charlottesville City Council to remove the Robert E. Lee statue sparked violent protests that brought neo-Nazis and white supremacists to the city. 
That's fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, During that same General Assembly session, lawmakers voted along party lines to create a commission that would recommend whether to take down the Robert E. Lee statue housed in the U.S. Capitol Statuary Hall and gifted by Virginia in 1909. Talk about gifts that you don't want. Like, (laughs) um, (laughs) gee, thanks, Virginia. Uh, (laughs) Keep your statue. Um, A state can ask Congress to replace any statue it has gifted in the National Statuary Hall collection at the U.S. Capitol. Monuments have been a target of activists seeking their removal over the past few days Mm -hmm. in Norfolk. I mean, come on In the U.K., yeah, they don't. In the U.K.? Mm -hmm. In Bristol, they, um, it was some, a slave trader, they brought his statue down to the ground. Surely did it. They had a statue of a slave trader? Mm-hmm. They sure did. Wow. Yeah. Come on. I mean, come on. It, it, to me, it's like, I still, I mean, we've had this conversation before. I still can't believe we're even talking about this. Like, mm-hmm. you're, like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, so, the government's decision to remove the Lee statue from Monument Avenue is not in the best interest of Virginia, said Senate Republicans in a statement. Attempts to eradicate instead of contextualize history invariably fail. The senators said the governor's motivations were, quote, suspect, referring to the events of February 2019, when a photo surfaced of the governor's medical school yearbook. Um, Oh, this is the guy who was uh, where he had the black face on. Northam first admitted he was in the photo, then retracted and apologized, saying he would focus the the remainder of his term on addressing racial inequities. Um, So that's that was sort of like the response to it um, from the other side of the argument. Uh, But again, I just feel like. No, like I, I don't. It's Mm. not about eradicating history. It's about saying, like, this is a part of history that shouldn't be upheld um, as, you know, like, the monuments should be built to the heroes of history. So it's not saying that, like, Robert E. Lee didn't exist and, like, wasn't, like, a person or a general or whatever. He doesn't need a statue or a monument or to be honored or remembered fondly. Yeah. Uh, Leave that for his family. They can do all those things. Grandpa, great, 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 grandpa. Yeah, yeah, they can do all that. But me, I shouldn't have to be subjected to that, you know, while I'm driving around the city trying to live my life. Run my errands. I'm I'm just trying to go to Target. Just slap in the face. And I've got to I've got to drive past Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make any sense, and it shouldn't be. And not just for me, like none, no one should be honoring him, other than his family, like you said, um, who is part of you know Virginia, like is a Commonwealth, who's part of the Commonwealth, um, in a you know who that is a Commonwealth in a state that's part of a country that won that war. Like, what, like, who, like, you know, like, you don't put statues up of the person who lost, or the people who lost, or the generals who, 
didn't win. And or who are on the wrong side of history. And who are just who are on the way wrong side mm-hmm. of history. Um, so yeah, so it's never that's never made sense to me. And the fact that we that there's anyone who, you know, or that, you know, like even like I like that last quote from um the uh Senate Republicans just made me so mad because I'm like that's not what's happening. Like, no mm. one's eradicating anything. We're just saying, this is not, this should never have even gone up. We like, and, we, and the fact that we're still talking about taking it down or not or whatever is stupid. So, yeah, just bananas. Um, all right. And then real quick, um, because, you know, we are still in a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um out of the New York Times, Dateline today, uh, New York City begins reopening after three months mm-hmm. of outbreak and hardship. Uh, so exactly 100 days since its first case of coronavirus was confirmed, New York City, which weathered extensive hardship as an epicenter of the worldwide outbreak, is set to take first tentative steps towards reopening its doors on Monday. Uh, Getting here took the sacrifice of millions of New Yorkers who learned to live radically different lives. More than 205,000 have been infected and nearly 22,000 have died. As many as 400,000 workers could begin begin returning to construction jobs, manufacturing sites, and retail stores in the city's first phase of reopening. A surge of normalcy that seemed almost inconceivable several weeks ago when the city's hospitals were at a breaking point and as many as 800 people were dying from COVID-19 on a single day. Hmm. Many retail stores, isn't that crazy? Many retail stores battered by months of closure are ready to do business again on Monday, starting with curbside and in-store pickup. Construction companies are adding safety features and stockpiling masks and gloves. Manufacturers whose shops floors have idled since March are testing machines. State and city officials said they were optimistic that the city would begin to bring back to life would begin to spring back to life. Testing is robust, reaching 33,000 people on a recent day, and new infections are now down to around 500 a day, which is half as many as there were just a few Mm. weeks ago. That is low enough for New York City's core of contract tracers who began work last week to try to track every close interaction and officials hope stop a resurgence of the virus. Uh, Governor Cuomo said, You want to talk about a turnaround? This one, my friends, is going in the history Mm. books. Um, So, and then it's it's a very long article, so it just goes on to some of the different things. But isn't, I mean, it's just kind of incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, um, I I think we've, every part of the country has been affected differently. Um, So I think it's just so hard to imagine um, how New York is going to, um, come back especially because of how hard they were hit mm-hmm. and how and what a like closely like like close knit and by that I mean like how you know close they are close together, knit. Yeah. yeah they're just like it's such a on top of each other city um it's gonna be interesting to watch them you know try to to do this in a way that's safe and um and and doesn't like create a whole resurgence you know um, 
And like things here in LA um, have started to slowly reopen, but um, I have to say, like, I think even though there's definitely like a little bit more traffic and like you, you, you can tell like visually that there's more people out um, during the day or whatever. Um, it's um, I think, I think like, you know, I think people are like a lot more like folks are still deciding to, companies are deciding to like allow people to work from home and mm-hmm. I, you know it's very tentative like it's very very tentative um so i don't know how like your like, georgia was never like super on board but like has no you think that i'm like any... <laughs> i was like no we yeah like all, it has um... has there been any changes um in the numbers N- not that they are reporting and i really haven't been um super super actively like looking at the numbers because i'm kind of in right now still in the area where the numbers are relatively no low i do know where i live the numbers are kind of the highest um in the atlanta like metro area so that was kind of concerning Mm. but for the most part like our office opened back up um last week still not to um um our clients but to um you know, more of the more so for the staff because agents they never close it to us, but more so the staff mm-hmm. um kind of report it back to work. Um, you know, I just saw like a, a lot more people out and about, um, and doing things like you know, people are now going to restaurants and kind of sitting mm-hmm. outside and that sort of thing. So there's a lot more, um, like it wasn't super like locked down here anyway uh, for very long right. but um, people are um, not business as usual there's still lots of you know people wearing masks and you know that sort of stuff but there's a lot more activity now absolutely and a lot of jobs have reopened and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting I don't know that I haven't um, been looking at the numbers um, citywide or countywide recently like in the last week I don't think but um I I did feel I would see I was glad that um in the last two weeks our like numbers at my hospital have gone down Mm. some um so you know so we'll see I'm also just a little worried about all the protests Mm -hmm. and how that will Mm -hmm. affect because people have been you know out and um I participated in a protest yesterday and it was fine. Like everybody, everybody, I didn't see anyone who did not have a mask on, but mm-hmm. when I watched some of the protests on TV, I was like, Oh God, like, it's <laughs> like, this does not look safe. Like, you know, cause it, it was very 50, 50. I felt like some people had masks, some people didn't, you know, and, and just even just the proximity, I was just like, Oh my, like this just feels unsafe <laughs> yeah I, um i can't do it i know we are talking about um uh, well we have plans to do to go to the march um in august yes. and you know you kind of discuss like let's taking you know like uh, one of our other little trips and i'm really like wary about it like i'm barely the reason why i'm kind of doing this one is because i'm not we're driving so i don't feel as 
exposed. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not as public. Yeah. But. So I'm like, yeah, really nervous. And then like the, all the people there, like going to be there. I'm like, I'm a little nervous about traveling anywhere else. And I don't know when I'm going to feel comfortable again, but not right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, was like, I still don't feel it. I want to go somewhere because we were watching um, an episode of Insecure. They were going to Mexico. And Bessie was like, hmm. I want to go on a plane. And I was like, <laughs> me too. I want to go on a plane as well, friend. Like, <laughs> really, really right. do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's kind of, yeah. Hmm. So annoying. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. So I'm. Yeah. I'm. I. I just think that there's gonna be, a, you know, protests notwithstanding. Like I'm really because I feel like in the next two weeks we'll see whether the protests had an effect mm-hmm. on the numbers, especially in some of our larger cities where the protests were like massive. You know, um, but um, I do think that there's gonna be a a small window of time between like kind of like as once everything is like close to almost completely reopen and um and before the fall hits and just like you know kind of cold and flu season starts over Mm -hmm. again like in like late september october um yeah i think there's just going to be this very small window of like maybe july or maybe just august or august to september where there's going to be like uh, uh you know just it's going to be safe like as safe as it's been yeah. and before it gets unsafe again mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so yeah so i'm just like i'm i'm ready for that window whatever that Me is need to so hopefully this is the window <laughs> and uh, is. we'll yeah. see so, but that's all I've got. Just um, I, the oh, the other little just just kind of um in the margins mm-hmm. is um, that Joe Biden is now officially he ha- now has the official number of delegates that he needs. Not that there was any right, question, but pretty much dropped um, out. Anyone who's a major contender has dropped out. Right. Yeah. So I think now we're just waiting for him to like. We're. I mean, with I think all this has been going on. Um, and, you know, with the demonstrations and everything. So that's been the main thing in the news. And then second to that has been like updates on the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And then third to that has been like, oh, yeah. And we're also in the middle of a presidential mm-hmm. election. Um, but um, we just he, we still don't know who his running mate is going to be. What do you think? I don't know. Do you have someone you're no. pulling for? I don't care. Because, again, like, someone has a thing, like, you know, I don't care what he says, what he does at this time, like, I'm pretty much going to vote for him. Like, there's very little that he can do at this point that I wouldn't vote for him. So, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm, I. I, Yeah, I think most people feel that way. To be that way, that isn't the way it should be, but that's the way it is. And I'm just Mm -hmm. a realist. I'm like, I don't necessarily love him at all but I'm like again you know devil you know no I gotta <laughs> the devil gotta go you gotta go uh, the occupant right. somebody called him like the occupant gotta go 
We got this time is over. Right. The resident of sixteen hundred right. Black Lives Matter way gotta go. <laughs> oh, can we just talk about Black Lives Matter way for a yes. minute? Because that's that funny to me. That was classic. That was funny to me. That was classic. That was like, you know, because it's like I think, and I think I tend to forget or like not think about the fact that like D- there's DC. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. proper, and then there's, you know, and that's, like, where the White House is, but, like, that the White House, like, doesn't have, like, any governing mm-hmm. anything over over mm-hmm. D.C., so it was so, like, classic to me, so as many of you probably already know, like, the mayor <laughs> of D.C., um, just on, I think it was on fr- mm-hmm. Friday, had um, in, in bright yellow paint, mm-hmm. That you can see, like from the aerial mm-hmm. view, like beautiful. you know, several th- like beautiful, like <laughs> beautiful aerial view, had Black Lives Matter in block letters uh, painted on the street that leads up to the White mm-hmm. House, and it is just a thing of absolute beauty and and ingenuity mm-hmm. and just the pity <laughs> of petty which i appreciate because yes. <laughs> can you th- he called her incompetent i'm like pot needs the kettle but anyway i'm like man dude if there's you know very little yeah. things that can you know just know that he's so annoyed by this that just brings me joy mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and then rename the street cuz it, it was Pennsylvania think, Avenue. Because well, all the streets, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so um, renamed it Black Lives Whatever. Matter. Yeah, Plaza, Plaza. Bell, yeah. And, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. and it's just like, I feel like everyone should send him like address change mm-hmm. cards, you know, like, or like mm-hmm. those free, like, return yeah, address labels, you know, because that's not where he <laughs> lives. And I love, love, love. You know, like, okay, because when I first went to D.C., I had not been, you know, I'd never gone to D.C. growing up. I was, like, maybe 20 or something, 19, 20, first time I went. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, shocked Mm -hmm. at how, like, the White House was just, like, there. Like, you turn the corner. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, like, just right there, like, on the street, whatever. And how he now has that fence up that he cares so much about and, like, barricades around the White House. I was, like, Wow, I never ever thought that I would see this. Like in the height of, you know, like presidents that you know no one cared for. I think that was was it was H W president during that time. During um, which time? No, that was Clinton. Clinton was president by the time I went to college. Um. So yeah, I was like, oh my word. I was like, I just it's like shocking to see that. You know, but okay, mm-hmm. go on. Are are you you're done, right? That was it. Yeah, that was a we we digressed because I started talking about Biden. Um, hold on a second. Someone's <laughs> knocking on the door. I'm on the podcast. Go away. Stop knocking on the door. No. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a hug later. That's she wants to give me a hug. <laughs> stop. Come in, God, because she's not gonna stop. Oh my word! Not, I'll give you a hug later. <laughs> that was hysterical. Say hello. Hello. Okay, <laughs> oh my word! Hello. <laughs> Close the door. 
Night night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Wow. I know. I was like, she's just gonna keep knocking. So let me <laughs> just acknowledge it. Yeah, just 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 yeah, just let it. I'll give you a hug yeah, later. I'll give you a hug later. Yes. Okay. Every night. I have to give you a hug. Okay. Sure. Um so Jeez, what's, okay, what's so you? We've offline the Megan McCain mm. um thing. Megan yeah, McCain. how she um Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So in case you were <laughs> under Expl- a rock. Ex- in case you missed it, yeah, so explain Megan it. McCain um took to I believe Twitter um to state how unhappy she was um trying to find the tweet now because I wasn't ready for it. Okay, she was like, My neighborhood in Manhattan is eviscerated and looks like a war zone. The Blasio and Cuomar are an utter disgrace. This is not America. Our leaders have abandoned us and continue to let great American cities burn to the ground and be destroyed. I could never have fathomed that. And I knew this was gonna happen because just last week. I had given her kudos because I was like, you know, the end is nigh because her, Rush Limbaugh, and today Mitt Romney's um, saying Black Lives Matter and protesting. I was like, okay, this is this is the end. Taylor Swift, like all the usual suspects who are usually quiet and not say anything are on the opposite side are saying, you know how this is injustice and all this kind of stuff this is wrong so for her to come here I was like okay you're back um so the funny thing is her neighbor (laughs) was like Megan we live in the same building and I just walked outside it's fine so (laughs) (laughs) it's the funniest reply to a tweet ever because her it's, hers is so dramatic, but mm-hmm. like cities burning to the ground, war zone. Like, I mean, so for someone else to come right behind her and be like, girl. And then, like, neighbor, another neighbor commented too, was like, <laughs> yeah, I live in the same building as you two. Um, Megan, are you even in the city? So that's kind of how it got supposed. I thought you were out of the city. So apparently, she's pregnant and she's oh, in Virginia with her family, you know, at the family home. So she's. No, oh, so she's, she's literally not, not even, even there. in New York. Yeah, girl, stop it. Yeah, uh-huh. stop. Yeah. Oh, I can't. That makes mm-hmm. it so much mm-hmm. worse. Oh, uh, I didn't you tell you that. Oh, sorry, me. that part. Yeah. She is no, twist, no, not no, even no. in New York. She's in Virginia. <laughs> plot twist. Oh Lord wow. Jesus! And so that was. The funniest God help us all. But until I saw this one today, that is terrible. So TMZ is on the case again. So this lady is not a Karen because she's older. So Susan got it today. So she was in a gas station in Phoenix, Uh um, where Phoenix, Arizona, is a very special place. Um, You know, haven't spent a lot of time there. It's a very special place. Um, so this is not shocking at all. So a middle-aged white woman stormed inside demanding to be helped after her pump outside was apparently not working. So she was ignoring that there are people in line already being helped by the guy at the register. She didn't care. 
So she mm-hmm. um, then decided to um, start fussing and arguing with the lady who was being helped at that time. Um, you know, and someone was recording it as well. She's telling the woman she needs to go back to her country. Um, and it's to be noted that the woman is Native oh. American, so she is in her country. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> right. How about... <laughs> How about y'all yeah. get the hell out so of our country? So she was like, uh, "Where were you born?" She's oh like, "I God. was born here, B. Like, what are you talking? Where were you born? Like, I've been here. Like, where were you? Born? Right? Where your people come from?" And so it was like a loud fight, and then she then she leaves that woman and goes over to the guy videotaping. He's like, "You have nothing," because he's giving commentary as he's taping, which is hilarious. <laughs> and so, yeah, oh, I have to see TMZ. this. Um, yeah. And so she comes over oh, no. to him okay. and was like, You stop that. You have nothing to do with this. This does not involve you. And he was like, kind of like, wait, she's like, You have no right to call me a B I T C H and to say other things about me. This has nothing to do with you. And he was like, uh, like, whatever, lady. Um, I'm just gonna keep on <laughs> doing what I'm doing. And so she right. goes over to the lady, still arguing with her. She t- grabs her by the arm. Susan grabs oh, no. a woman by the arm and pushes her. This lady hauls off and slaps the mess out of her. Oh, and which word. I guess it knocks some sense to her. She turned around and walked right on out the door. <laughs> yes. Are you Serious? And then she was like complaining. <gasps> oh. and I don't know if it was the guy who was recording or the um, guy who was behind the um, counter was like, oh, well, well, she like pushed her and then she slapped her. So to me, it was like self defense. So I don't have a problem. So the lady basically, um, the Susan, she um, is now banned. Because someone was saying that she worked there and they're like, she does never work for this company. She does not work here. And she is now um, banned from all of the chains of that um, gas station. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. How are you just going to get yourself kicked out of like all mm-hmm. the whatever AMPMs or <laughs> like <laughs> what? Because what one thing she had you? was the audacity. Oh one my thing gosh. You go do is touch me. You say what touch me. Say, yeah. But don't I have reflexes yeah. with the touch. And I mean, they were hard. Please I had to control no. them when I was a teacher. Please. Because I was like, if this child touches yes. me, it's gonna be a problem. I don't know what's gonna it's happen. It's gonna be a problem. Uh I'm gonna forget about this job. I'll get another job. Like, but you know, like so it's like, yeah, so I'm like right. you touch me. That's you're you're threatening me. That's a totally different thing now. So yeah. yeah, no, that's she just so grabbed her by that's the assault. arm and pushed her. The minute her you put your hands lady. on me. Cause you know when you you know when you're <laughs> slapping something like a baseball bat, you know, you just take it all the way back and come. She took it all her hand all the way back. I was like, Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She probably hurt probably, herself. Because I was like, kind of got a little, it was open handed, then like kind of came back with like some fists. She's going to go into it. I think she was with, like her boyfriend or brother. It was some guy with her who kind of like was like, okay, okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> could don't go all the way in. 
<laughs> she was just like, yeah, yeah she's like, gonna, okay, she's about okay. to go to town on you. Let me, help. yeah, let me help her and you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's about to catch like, points. You know, you made your yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, the first one, the first one was justifiable. Yeah, anything after that, you, yeah, yeah, let's just stop right now. But yeah, so viral, viral wow, on our page because that. I'm sorry, I hate it, but I was like, that was funny. Please, because that's what you get. Like, leave people alone. And like, cool, that's what you stage. get. That's another viral thing. If you haven't seen this, he was like, there was a lady, another Susan, an older white lady, a little, a woman with her kids were in like a, one of those little t- toy cars and they were at the park and they were just driving around and she okay. was like, they don't need to be doing that. You know, they're in there by themselves. You know, they shouldn't. She's like, we're at a park, lady. And so that was kind of the video that he was playing. He was like, I don't know about y'all, but when I was growing up, my parents could repeatedly tell me to mind my business. Do white people not get told to mind their business? Is that something that, that he's like, they Maybe never, that's he's what like, it is. I was continuously being told by my parents, this grown folks business to mind my business. He was like, when mm-hmm. I got um, older, he's like, even with friends, you're in the car with your boys and you come in, they talking about something. They'll tell you, Hey, there's an A and B conversation. See your way out. He's like, all my life, I've been told to mind my business. <laughs> right. Do y'all not taught that? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, maybe not. Maybe that's what it is. Andrea, were you ever told? I'm maybe sure your, your parents are ethnic, though. So I'm sure you got told to, like, it's grown folks' business all the time. Oh, absolutely. Mostly it was like, just, yeah, like, just <laughs> go away and shut up. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, all the time. Like, all the time. So maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe some people are not brought up that way. You know, Kev on stage, leave it to him. I, I mean, because that, because honestly, like I can't. There's unless like I think danger? somebody is like in in mm-hmm. danger, like in peril. Um, and even then, I'm like, I don't have anything to do with that. I'm gonna call the authorities. Or somewhere better equipped. I might call the authority. Yeah. Like if I really think, or I might, you know, like it. Yeah, it's gonna take a like something real blatant for me to like personally get involved. And then if it's short of that, then I'm mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm clear. That's yeah, none of like my business. a parent, you know, scolding a child that has you know spanking a child that has nothing to do with me. Most likely, that kid probably deserved it. I'm pretty sure they deserved it. So I'm like, I <laughs> yep. probably go cheer them on. Like, yep, that's right. I love to see that discipline lost. Yep, yep. <laughs> discipline. It's good. Good moves. It's good. Good yeah, moves. So, good moves. Okay, so okay, that. Yep. So yeah, gotta check that out. Uh, so to just oh, totally switch word. it up a little bit. Happy birthday to Prince. Mm-hmm. Today's his birthday, um, and the estate issued, you know, posted on Instagram. Um, Prince dedicated his life to speaking out against injustice, advocating for black excellence, and spreading the message of love for one another. Um, In this note that he kept in his personal archives, he wrote a message that still resonates today. Nothing more ugly in the whole wide world than intolerance between black, white, red, yellow, boy, and girl. Intolerance. So, happy birthday, 
to his purple one. Yes. Happy birthday, Prince. Miss you terribly. Yes. So terribly. Um, yeah. So. How oh old gosh. would how old would he I have been? I cannot remember. I'm not about to do math. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I was like, I am not about to do math right That's now. That's fine. He was born in '58, so what's that? '62. '58. Yeah. 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 '62. Okay. Yes. There we go. You made me yep. do math. I was not ready for that. Yep. There we go. <laughs> you're, you're pretty good at it. Look at me. Okay, let's move on to that. <laughs> um, I, uh, so okay. this is a weird one. And I just want to say this, and then I want people to... Um, it made me mad. And then I was like, I want other people to look into this situation as well. Um, Snoop Dogg says he will be voting for okay. the very first time in November. I mean, you can't be surprised. I am because growing up in my family, I don't care how like crazy like my cousins were, or whatever. Everybody voted. Everybody, even the the hood. Yes, it's always been really thing. Everybody votes. So. I don't think anything of like, you know, him, you know, being a hood guy or whatever, you know, whatever, especially like now I'm like, okay, you're at a certain place anyway. So, um, he was on big boys neighborhood recently. Um, Sue dog is 48. So, mm-hmm. you know, 30 whole years of, um, not voting. Uh, yeah, so thirty whole he, years, you know, because I was like, "Have you, have you <laughs> always been in jail? Like, you know, criminal record?" Because, okay, so anyway, he revealed that he's actually never voted before because he thought having a criminal record prevented him from using his Fifteenth Amendment right. So for many years, they had me brainwashed, thinking that you couldn't vote because you had a criminal record. Um, he was previously convicted for gun and drug related charges. Um, saying my re- record's been expunged, so now I can vote. So my thing is, I don't really know the laws in California, but I don't believe it's like once you you can't <clears throat> vote while you're in jail, right? But you can vote once you're out. Once you pay, yeah. So you can't vote if you. What? Yeah, like if you're in prison, you cannot vote, and. My understanding it's there's isn't there's a federal thing where is if you are um guilty yes. of a felony if you have, well, if you have, have a felony charge. charge usually um that you that you're unable to vote and see, Ever. I don't think that's Again. everywhere. Because I know that there are some states where you there's apparently 21 states where you lose it while you are in prison and then you, you lose it um, mm-hmm. while you're on parole or probation and they're um, restored after that time. So there are some states, so two states, well, hmm, it's interesting, um, Maine and Vermont 
you never lose the right to vote, even if you're mm-hmm. incarcerated. Um, 16 states. Okay. Um, uh, hold on one second. Um, uh, and the District of Columbia, you felons lose their voting rights while they're incarcerated and receive them upon um, release. Um, right. So 21 states, like I said, you have to, you lose them during incarceration and a period of time like parole and probation and then they're restored after that if you have any you know outstanding fines those have to be paid as well and then 11 states you lose your rights only 11 now indefinitely um and they require a governor's pardon or an additional waiting um, period before they can be restored so um let me see what california is one of it's California, yeah, it's, it's like yeah, you lost in the middle. After, you're lost until you complete your sentence and your parole or probation, and then it's restored after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a. I mean, I feel like that's more of a misunderstanding. And I feel like all the legal part. people he has around him. Someone should have. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, got, like serious lawyers. He, he beat a murder case, so you have. You know, someone should have told you that boy, like for real. Like I, I just find that like, right, hard, oh, so hard. Um, so yeah, so it's interesting. Oh, so yeah, so California is there. Georgia's also the same that you lose it until um, you know, while you're on probation mm-hmm. or parole as well. Um. Yeah, some of those tougher states are, you know, your Alabamas, your Arizonas, your Florida, uh, Mississippi, Tennessee, Virginia, you know, Kentucky, the usual suspects, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, All the usual suspects, yeah. You've got to have a few hoops to jump through before you can get to vote again. You've heard of the whole, like, Florida man thing, right? Every, like, crazy article. Bessie had never heard of that before, and I was like, oh, God. Just, like, Google Florida man of your birthday, and she and then so she did it, and she was like, "What in the world?" <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny! I always love the things that she doesn't know. It makes me because it's always yes, like random little like, things. Oh, you like never this. heard about the Florida man thing? <laughs> no, what is that? <laughs> like, oh my god, so funny. So yeah, so. So congratulations, I guess, for uh, waking up and um, realizing the rights are and planning to exercise them. I hope more people um, do that. I will say that <laughs> I went up to Atlanta to vote, and I was one of those people because it was I was not dressed properly. Okay, let's start with that. So I was like, I'm going out. I'm going to Atlanta. So I was like, I'm going to put on real clothes. So it was cold when I left, but then it was 90 degrees by the time I got to Atlanta and, like, was doing that. And so I had, like, a long mm. sleeve shirt, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. And I kept going back to the, you know, precinct to see for early voting to see what the line was looking like. And I was like, people are serious. So I was like, okay, this line real long. Um, I'm just going to have to come back on election day because I am not staying in that line. I was like, I have no choice. But, um, yeah, but I was like, I ain't even finished, right. you know, filling out my um, ballot anyway. So I was like, let me go back. Girl, whew, Lord. 
every time I do that, I feel like I want to go into politics because some of these people are just shady, 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 shady. Need to be ran out with, on a rail. Oh, you told me yes. about some of these offices that are all these people that like, you had to choose from. Yeah, and I was it's like, you need to be run out on the rail, not reelected, so you continue like to pimp the people. So I was like, oh, so ridiculous. So I was like, let me finish researching my ballot so I can go vote on Tuesday. So this is gonna be interesting. I had to be in Atlanta early, early, so because I have a conference. <laughs> I love that like, all these things have been digitized. All these in-person things that I, you know, don't mm-hmm. want to spend money on to travel yes. to. So now I can attend at a much cheaper price. It's amazing. I love it. So, yeah. So we have, yeah. uh, my company has like a spring mastermind little conference. And yeah, so it's reasonable and I can actually go. So I'm like, yay. Yeah. So that is awesome. Yeah, so I mentioned it Very briefly. exciting. Um, yeah, Mitt Romney marches with protesters hmm. um, in Washington, D.C. Um, he made a statement um, on his social media, Black Lives Matter, and showed himself among a group of Christian demonstrators in Washington on Sunday evening. So, wow, protesting wow. against George Floyd. And someone mentioned that he's no George um, Romney, um, which was his father. And who marched um, in civil rights oh. protests? Um, way so apparently um, his. Oh, so he's kind of like keeping up the family. Um, yeah, Tradition I guess then. so. Finally, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, or like you know, mm-hmm. like participating so in the right things. So he posted a picture on Instagram also of his father. This is my father, George Romney, participating in civil rights in a civil rights march in the Detroit suburbs in the 1960s. And his father said, "Force alone will not eliminate riots. We must eliminate the problems from which they stem." So yes, yeah, mm, so um, Mitt Romney is hearkening back to Daddy Rodney, uh, Rod- Romney rather, and kudos. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, Good. And also, again, also mentioned, um, and Bessie mentioned, like, they were, you know, going to do this. And I was like, you know, I never even thought about it. But I, I didn't even hear about it because that's mm-hmm. how, like, I'm selectively taking in news right now. Um, and so that sure. at George Floyd's funeral, um, Al Sharpton announced a commemorative march on Washington mm-hmm. uh, to take place on August 28th, which is the 57th anniversary of the historic March on Washington. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be there. And then I thought, why? Why are we still needing to do this all these mm-hmm. many years later? So it was like, ugh, mm-hmm. just annoying, just so so annoying. Yeah. So annoying. So very it is. just it is heartbreaking. And um and at one point, like I usually don't comment on people's, you know, posts or whatever, but people just like got to me where I saw myself like I like posted on a, a Facebook friends, um one of her her posts with one of her friends who was talking about the writers and this and that and and I was like, you know, again, like, stop putting more emphasis on property over people. Um, 
you know, this is just not okay. It's just not okay. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going back and forth with you either. Because I saw a lot of that kind of get into Let's Get Personal, too. Saw, like, a lot of that this week. Um, Sure. My particular CEO of the company I'm affiliated with, he pretty much made a really kind of strong stance um, against what's been happening and, um, you know, committed to trying to do, to put things in place to kind of um, address some of those disparities um, and to, in a conversation with someone, you know, a, a higher up African-American leader in our organization, he said he didn't want to be morally agnostic, which I thought, you know, well, good, because he usually does not comment on any social mm-hmm. issues at all, because he doesn't mm-hmm. know his place, you know, there's like 150,000 of us, you know, blah, 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 but, you know, the... Yeah. Right. Well, that and that makes sense because I mean, like, yeah, like you can't like if you're the head of a company, like it's not typically in your best interest to take at least right. like, a partisan side on something. But like I've said um, on my own page and in a few conversations, this is what is being discussed now, whether anyone wants to admit it or not, is not about um Right mm-hmm. versus left, or red versus blue, um, and um, and it really ought it should not be, it, and it, I and I think in a lot of circles is not black versus white. It in terms of the people involved, right? Mm-hmm. It's right versus wrong. Like this was just there is something is terribly wrong in our system, um, and everyone needs to acknowledge and call call that out um and you know and then you know sure they're going to be different approaches Mm -hmm. on how to fix it and those approaches might fall down partisan lines or whatever but there needs to be agreement that something is in need of fixing that it's broken i appreciate that because i'm like it it needs to be it i mean he was like this is it's like a moment and you can't like let that moment pass by mm-hmm. like it's a moment I feel like an opportunity you know that people are finally waking up and like hearing and making statements and I felt like his position mm-hmm. you know was on the money and honestly people are holding him to it which you know I'm like you said this thing and we're gonna hold you to it which is where we are right now and I think that's where everyone um, should be with any, you know, company or I think people are done. Like I just I'm seeing so many people like outing people for like the racist, um, prejudice things that they're saying and choosing to through their dollars. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a situation with, you know, like you don't have to be like I saw a real estate agent um say some horrible, horribly racist things. And he was on a team with his parents. I mean, his parents owned the company. They fired him. Yeah. Wow. That's incredibly impressive. I mean, that's like... Yeah. yeah. So wow. I'm like... And they were like, he got fired by his mom and dad. It's like, they were like, nope, nope. We saw it. No, he got to go. So, yeah, so it has a point, like, you know, our CEO's like, I know that I'm going to lose agents over this, but I have to do the right thing. Because, yeah, because, again, like, we have 
owners awesome. of franchises who have said um, awfully racist things and they have been, you know, asked to resign like within 24 hours. So, and one person said some, you know, racist stuff two hours. So, like, people are serious and, like, he's, like, so far, like, you know, holding up to what he said he was going to do. So, Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it's funny because it's one of the things that I've talked about today on this call that I was on and I was saying, you know, um, which, you know, it's not obviously it's not like a new it's not a new message, but I think it's it's being it's like you said, we're in a moment and people Mm -hmm. are finally listening, you know, (laughs) and it's sort of like, okay, you know, and it's like it's not it's just this whole idea that it's not enough to be just quietly like not racist yourself. Uh, which is what I think mm-hmm. people have been doing for for decades and c- centuries now is just, you know, well, I'm not racist and mm-hmm. I don't have these um, evil uh, feelings and, you know, or whatever. And I don't, I'm not whatever, but, um, but it's, 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 that's not enough. Like you have to be actively anti-racist. You have to actively be, doing something about it like whatever that looks like you know whether and whether it's you know the the policy changing and petition signing for policy change uh whether you choose to protest um whether uh, it is like the types of things that you end up you know giving your money to and you know and then you know the things the types of policies or people that you vote for with regard to policies um that 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 you that you put in place you know with your vote like it's um it's not Mm -hmm. enough you have to be anti-racist um in your action anti-racist in your words and you know and like you're the examples that you gave like call out like you know when it's stuff is wrong and inappropriate and and not okay like you need to be part of that Mm -hmm. solution saying like you know what no like that does not fly here we are not mm-hmm. okay. like that's we don't do that that's not what we do here you know so um so yeah so it's um it's time out for all that yep other stuff and i did mention this too but um so. hey nfl how dare you are you serious are you oh nfl well i know i yeah, it, I think I'm mostly on the how dare you side of it. Are you serious? Um, Maybe more, are you serious right now? Yeah. Are you serious? I think, are you serious? I, um, and at the same time, I feel like I want there to be mm-hmm. room for that. Because um, I feel like a lot of people have to, a lot of, co- like, and I'm thinking, like, organizations, corporations, whoever, right? There's, there's going to be there's going to need to be a lot of that, a lot of like coming back and being like, Oh, you know what, this thing that we've been doing or whatever, um, this thing that we said, this thing that we didn't support. There has to be room yeah, for people back to backtrack. But with a plan. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But I think you have to start somewhere too. I don't know. I, I think that I get so like, I get it. And I think that that's my initial reaction is like, are you serious? Or like, really? Like, really, you know, so like, and and so I get that. 
like that initial thing. And then I feel like I even have to back up and be like, okay, but if we don't start here, then like, where do we start? Like if I, you know, like if there's not space for you to be like, Mm -hmm. we were wrong. Um, Even if I, even if I feel like it's maybe disingenuous or maybe just to match the moment, but that's not where you are just yet or whatever, you know, or if it's just like halfway there, because you don't totally understand Mm -hmm. yet, but whatever it is, like if like, it's still like a starting point, right? Like I feel like, and like, so whether it's a giant organization like the NFL or even someone who's personally said or done something that then has to come back to me and be like, you know what? I'm, you know, like I need to take that back or I need, you know, like I've rethought that and now I see or whatever it is. Right. So like, I feel like there needs, I think that it's, I feel like the initial response is, uh, warranted and then at the same time once I've gotten past my reflex response I need to mm. figure out like okay but where is their grace here because there has to be grace because otherwise how do we move forward like how do we you know like there has to be room for people to say to like look back and be yeah. like we we effed up you know and then yes come back okay now that you've you, you've said that great like what's your plan what are you going to do differently how are you going to you know like now come come at me with ideas and action um, to follow those ideas, right? So for sure, mm-hmm. you know, it can't just be words. Um, but I feel like there needs to be the space to to retract because there's a whole lot of retracting that needs to ha- take place all over the country in a million different ways, yeah. right? <sighs> okay. I'm mm. so angry. I'm just... And I'm like, and I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and, I, and, and I, I'm like I, that with I, other you know, people. I'm, not, I'm like, like so I don't want to, you know, like I get, like, yeah, with other people, but just because their heart stands on this, and just it just seems like a slap in the face, and I just like mm-hmm. need time to see what they're gonna do next, because I'm really like annoyed with them. I'm just yeah. like a little annoyed with a few people. Like, did you see Tiger Woods? And his mm-hmm. no, what did Tyler? Okay, okay, so you know, but you know, him. like what sometimes I um <laughs> I usually don't comment like anything controversial from our Instagram or whatever, but I did comment on him on uh, his uh, post uh-huh. and my art, my quote, my okay, that's what I wrote was wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> Candace Owens and whatnots who's been saying, like literally one of the white people Ugh. that got asked to resign in my company basically repeated kind of verbatim the stuff that she was saying. I'm like, don't let her get you in trouble, which it did. I was like, why oh, she people? will mess around hey. and get you in a whole lot of trouble. Not that we have like a lot of white Stop people it. listening, but hey, don't listen to her. Don't do it. Don't listen to her. Actually, and you know, that's it makes me really angry because I feel like 
the, what's part of what I see happening with some of the um, my white counterparts is that they are like to find that to be going mm-hmm. out of their way to find like the five black mm-hmm. people in America who don't agree <laughs> or like who or who agree with you, you know, like or whatever, you know. So it's like, wow. Okay, <laughs> like you, this you, like because I just I feel like you you have to kind of stretch for that. Like it's because they're out. Th- I mean, in the sense that like mm-hmm. you have to like seek and find them. Like they're not because they're, they're not super platform. popular. I mean, they have a they have a very they have mm-hmm. a platform that's very specific. Um, so it's just it's just interesting to me like you know i'm like really did you just post this candace owens video on your facebook page mm-hmm. i've never seen you quote her before <laughs> like or reference her or anything uh, but all of a sudden mm-hmm. you pull candace out of your back pocket yeah. you know and i'm just like really so yeah wow. so tiger okay. says sure. my heart goes out to george floyd i'm like he's dead i, I was yeah so don't your heart doesn't okay yeah he's dead um, his loved ones and all of us don't. who are hurting Mm-mm. right now i have always had the utmost respect for our law enforcement they train so diligently to understand how when and where to use force this shocking tragedy clearly crossed that line i remember the la riots and learned that education is the best path forward we can make our points without burning the very neighborhoods that we live in. I hope that through constructive, honest conversations, we can build a safer, unified society. Um, so listen here, Tiger. Um, so you mentioned that constructive, <laughs> honest conversation. Um, yeah, this is where you're starting? No, that's going to happen. Because... Yeah, no. you just went um, basically all blue lives matter on this whole little thing right here, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, 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 mm. no. And so yeah, no. Uh, you're right. So on the she opposite side of that again. is one Alexis O'Hannon, <laughs> who. Serena oh Williams. yes, this is um, mm-hmm. he's, he's, um, who I really enjoy a great right? deal. Um, it's kind of like he discovers things mm-hmm. and he just like goes full throttle with them, um, like how to do the baby's hair because she ain't got mixed girl mm-hmm. hair. She got straight up her hair like a mama. So like how to? I need help, y'all. How do okay. I? Okay, I need products. What products should I use? <laughs> Let, let you know hey, and when he finds out <laughs> pass it along yeah let so us know he recently resigned <laughs> from his position at reddit and he said and told them to replace him oh. with a black person and he said i believe resignation mm. can actually be an act of leadership from people in power right now to everyone fighting to fix our broken nation mm. do not stop so i it's kind of funny because i brought that up you know, a discussion like with our company because I was like, there are like at some point only so many mm-hmm. um, positions available at the top, you know, at the top layer. And I was like, someone's mm-hmm. going to have to move aside. Sure. Like, that's just kind of how it is going to have to be. Right. That's how it works. So, and like some of these that's how older it works, right. um, people, like I mentioned, you know, it was on like a private call, but, you know, basically people who are 
you know, less, you know, may have less education. You know, so a lot of these people like became agents when they were 18, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the women, like they took over teams that their husbands started or they started working and real estate after their kids right. got out of school or, you know, they needed something to do. So some of them, you know, did go sure. to college. A lot of them didn't. Um, a lot of them had big teams, but maybe not as big as some of mm-hmm. the teams that people now are building. And so it's kind of like a, you know, people are like, it's kind of a slap in the face for people who don't, aren't as educated as you are, don't have to come from the background that you are, or, you know, know the things that you know, or haven't built a business as big as yours, telling you that you're not ready to do something. So, and I was like, you know, as black people, we get that all the time. Like, you know, we kind of grow up with the, you have to be two times better to get half as far um, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I just thought, you know, that's really interesting that he said, you know, made that point. Because I was like, yeah, and like, that's going to be a whole, because you're talking about people's money and people don't want to give that up. But I'm like, at some point you have to like step aside. Like, because a lot of them are older, like they are older i'm like it's time for you to retire you need to step aside and let somebody else right and like yeah and let let someone else step into that position um who could probably do it um you know even better than you can at this point given like their um Mm -hmm. you know like their resources, their like, current you know, position, understanding yeah. of you know new markets, technology, like all that sort of thing, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it's that's mm. that's pretty awesome, Alexis O'Hannon. Super rich. Um, of course, he's like yeah, he's a multimillionaire. So, um, easier for him than for maybe the average you know Joe who's just you know whatever. But but. I, but again, I think it's going to take, I, I think all of this is forcing people to really think um, along these lines, like outside mm-hmm. of the norm, you know, and it's like, you know, how, like, what does it look like when I approach life, business, whatever, hiring um, you know, putting people in pos- positions of power, all these things. Um, what does it look like when I approach that with um, mm-hmm. with an anti-racist, uh, you know, demeanor and and um, and, and and a demeanor that acknowledges that like there's there have been systems in place that I want to dismantle so that from this point forward. Um, there's a more, not just a more even playing field, but just an even playing field. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. You have some things you'd like to share? <clears throat> Let me to wrap this up. <laughs> Late. Sure. Uh, let's see. Yes. What did I? Awesome. Well, I mentioned my first That's protest. What? Look at you. Hard um, to back to her. Um, awesome. Pepperdine days. <laughs> I know, I know. And even then, like, I never went. Like, there's back then, there was nothing. I mean, there, there's nothing. Like, there was never like a big thing that I would like participated in or anything like that. This was like, um, it was totally last minute. Um, 
I had been thinking as the week, as the protests continued to like, you know, happen throughout the city and across the country or whatever, I'd been thinking about it, but I was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, again, I was definitely like still, you know, again, I work at a hospital. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I have not forgotten that we're in the middle of a global pandemic. I'm still very like conscious of that. So there's that aspect of it that I was like, oh, I don't know. And, um, but then, um, someone on Facebook posted about this one happening and it was mm-hmm. literally, it was right over here on Pico and La Brea. So like two miles, three miles away, you know? And I was like, Oh, that's super close. by. Oh, it's tomorrow at noon. Okay. Like it's not like a total, it's totally doable. So then I was like, well, who am I going to go with? Right. Cause I was like, I don't want to go by myself. And I was also just like, I, you know, and I was like, I could probably get like a, a gaggle mm-hmm. of like girls to go, but I also like don't know how safe that is. Like I was, you know, like I was like, I don't know how it's going to be or how it's going to go. Yeah. And if things get like a little, you know, crazy, <laughs> you know, you know, so anyway, I, um, so I messaged my neighbor um, downstairs and I, you know, um, he and I talk all the time, whatever. He's like super helpful. And so I was like, Hey, you know, I sent him the, like, you know, the, the, the flyer for the thing on the text message. And I was like, does this like seem like something you might want to do? And it was really funny. Cause he was like, okay, literally I was just searching online for like local protests. Um, He's like, when you when your message came through, like that's what I was doing, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, see, look. <laughs> like, so it was all just very like, so literally, like this was like at nine o'clock on Friday night, and this, you know, the protest was for Saturday. So I was like, so we start texting back and forth, like, okay, this is good, this is nearby, okay, let's do it, and then it was like, <laughs> we need signs. Oh yeah, we need signs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it turned into a whole thing. Like we were up. Like, um, and at first I was like, do you have boxes? I don't know. Like, I only have this box. What boxes do you have? You know, to like have some cardboard to make signs out of. And, um, and what's really funny is, um, so he came upstairs and brought like, you know, markers and things like that or whatever. And, um, and he was like, well, what about this? And I totally forgot, or I should say, so I Mm -hmm. had bought that new television set because my other one was on the blink. Right. And so the the box for the tv set had been sitting in the living room but like for weeks now so you know how when you move something into mm-hmm. a room and then you just I forget do. it's there like it just becomes like furniture you know so mm-hmm. the, so that box was just mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you're aware of this i do this all the time so like i had put it you know i had emptied the box you know took the tv out whatever and i, and I kept you know it was just one of those like i need to take that out to the trash i need to take that out to the trash you know and just hadn't done it so i had been sitting there for weeks so it was like i it was invisible as far as i was concerned so he was like well how about this like are you keeping this box for something and i was like oh my god no hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like just a huge box like a giant like you know it's like a five foot box like all the cardboard all the signs like multiple signs so it's like oh no let's cut that up so we had a we had box we had cardboard we made our signs and then it was like Mm. what are we gonna put on our signs (laughs) it was like I know I it was it became like a whole project but so we put our signs together I mean we were up to like 11 or something (laughs) like with like 
printing we decided to print the signs and put print you know like it was a whole thing but we got our signs done and then we went out on Saturday and it was it was great like it was we got there you know parked a few blocks away walked over by the time we walked over they were just starting so we like the crowd was already formed so we just kind of like you know just you know synced right into the crowd and it was a beautiful day it was a totally diverse crowd of like all multiracial men women young old some people had their dogs with them (laughs) you know like super peaceful really organized it started on one corner and walked up to the Mm -hmm. um kind of started off of venice and la brea and then walked up la brea up to pico then turned Mm -hmm. over like you know where roscoe's is in front of roscoe's went all the way down to i think hold on again and then back up and around you know no on podcast all right oh my goodness oh jesus i need a little sign on the door that's the big girl okay (laughs) yeah you definitely need a sign oh my goodness recording do not disturb um so so yeah so it was it wasn't so it was like was not super long like it was probably less than a mile it may have been a mile maybe um And it was great, but it was actually like I was I was taken aback by the emotion of it. Um, so I again I didn't know what to expect. I've never participated in any formal protest of any sort. Um, and when we first got there, and we like we're like, oh, there they are! Like, let's go join them. You know, we like crossed over to this part of the street that they were on and kind of joined in. And like, there's all like they like they had they cleared off part of the street, right? So we were like all the uh, northbound lanes were all the protesters, but the southbound lanes, you know, were just like regular car traffic. Um, And all the cars over there were like, everyone had their cameras out filming it. People were honking and yelling from their car, like, you know, like their support, you know? Um, And there was like the chanting and just sort of like the whole, um, all the like just kind of like the noise and the rhythm of the whole thing like brought me to tears like I was just like it was very moving like just this like sense of like unity and agreement from everyone who was participating to the people that were in their cars like kind of like Mm -hmm. you know as spectators but also like participating in their own way and you know it just felt like this like I don't know I was I, and it's funny because I look over at uh, my neighbor, Rick, and he's crying. Too. <laughs> so we're both like choked up to the point where I couldn't participate in the chanting for the first like 10 minutes because I was like, I can't, I couldn't find my voice. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to quietly walk along and hold my sign <laughs> and try not to like lose it. Um so it was really um, mm-hmm. emotional. Like I was, you know, and of course, like it's been an emotional several weeks now. Um, yeah. So I think it was all of that too, like kind of coming to a hilt, you know? Um, so, yeah. So it was just, um, it was really moving and it felt very meaningful. Um, and it was, you know, again, it was just a small thing. It was a small, it was definitely one of the, smaller demonstrations Mm. you know in terms of everything you know there's a huge demonstration a day in hollywood you know like it was nothing like that but um but it was you know but it was small and peaceful and just like 
um, you know, just just like one, just like one little um, thing. And like one of the things that, um, you know, one of the chants that I finally was able to chant along with was, um, you know, the call, the person that calls it out was, would ask, um, mm. show me what the democracy looks like. And the crowd chants back, this is what democracy looks like. Mm. And that, um, and I like barely got my voice together because that really made me cry. <laughs> Because I was like, yeah, this this is like this is what democracy looks like. That this is this is yeah, what it means you, to be yeah, American, um, a, a citizen in a free yeah. country. Um, this is what it means to be American. Um, so it was very moving, um, and I was really grateful for that. Um, so that was yesterday, and then today I had this um, opportunity. A coworker of mine asked me um, to. Um, <laughs> her actual ask was, you know, would you would you come and participate um, as um, in as as uh, for like a as prayer vigil, a prayer vigil and panel for racial justice um, for my what she quote quote unquote said for my very white church. And she was like, "It would." She's like, "It would just be a huge." Except favor. for be a like, beautiful black pastor, you wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> but just you know, like, and I, if you say no, like I told. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. That will never not be funny. Okay. Go on. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that will never not be funny. And you're a beautiful black pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it all, it, it all truth. Like that's what she needed. And I mean, she said as much. She was just kind of like, "Listen, like, I." She's like, "I have it organized. Like, I know what I'm like gonna do and talk about or whatever, you know." She's like, "But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, you know, it's just me, you know." And she's white as well, you know. <laughs> and she's just like, and I was like, you know, I was, and what she asked me about it was mm-hmm. sort of like the middle of the week, and I had just. um um, the dog had gone to the vet and it had been like a whole event, you know? So, um, so I was like, okay, I'm super tired right now. So I feel like I can't answer you right now, but give me a few days to think and pray about it and I'll get back to you. And of mm-hmm. course, by the end of the week, I was like, yeah, you know, like this makes sense. Like, you know, again, like I've been, you know, praying for like, you know, mm-hmm. all, whatever, all of this, like what's our, what's, what's our role? What's my role? What does, you know, what are we being called to do? And this just felt like one of those times where it was just like, yeah, like this is something that you're being asked to do. And it's an opportunity, you know, to speak into uh, mm-hmm. the lives of people that you otherwise wouldn't have any mm-hmm. access to, you know, like when, when would I ever, you know, have um, an audience with these folks? So, um, so yeah, so it was, it went really well. Like, it was just mostly, you know, like um, we watched a video that mm-hmm. um, that was um, from our, our our seminary, our uh, Fuller Seminary, uh, put out a conversation. We kind of like watched that. Then she kind of asked me questions after that, and I answered them. And then we just had a time of prayer, and it was really good. But um, I'm, you know, I'm so I'm glad it went really well, and I'm also like looking mm-hmm. forward to sort of hearing back like kind of what else happens for her and her church after this you know like and again I I think it's just sort of what we've been talking about like there's all there's these sort of big picture like Mm -hmm. macro things like we started off talking about like what does it mean to defund the police and to you know think about new ways of policing or whatever there's that and then I think that these there's these smaller micro things Mm -hmm. like this one little church in Granada Hills 
Like, what does it mean for them to like rethink, mm-hmm. you know, uh, rethink the construct of race in the, <laughs> in, in, yeah. in the context of them, their own homes and their church and their neighborhoods and communities, you know? Um, so I just think there's so many things happening at all these different levels and it's all like good, you know, <laughs> it's all like good conversation and good opportunities to educate and good opportunities to grow and, and, and for all of us together to become something different and better than what, what we've been. So, so yeah, so I'm like, I feel like today after this weekend, like I'm in a, a more hopeful place of of um the potential i feel like there's just so much potential um okay. and momentum. i feel like i've spoken enough so. um <laughs> what about you um like yeah like this week has been tough i'm like uh, you know <laughs> hanging on i'm so tired of having um race discussions that somehow i've signed myself mm-hmm. up for more of that um, yeah. So we'll see <laughs> how that goes. Um, yeah, just mm-hmm. um, yeah, just trying to balance like taking care of myself and resting, and because um, I just feel like like I said like we like we talked last week like just weary and just tired and um yeah just trying to take care of myself while trying to maintain business and get new business and you know all of that so I'm just I'm just tired um and right now um I'm just proud that I've maintained Mm -hmm. this long because I literally um drank a bottle of Moscato before uh (laughs) not like like right yeah like but not like oh oh, wow like just while I was watching tv and sitting around and snacking and eating yeah and so now um, there was a drink that was okay. That's the last episode of Insecure that Bestie um, immediately once we finished watching, we went to the store and got what we needed to do that. And so now she drinks Prosecco with a splash what of drink? vodka. So that is what we're about to. Well, she's been drinking them since I've been on the phone, uh, since I've been on the podcast, so I need to go eat, well, no, not catch up, drink my one, and then get in the bed. So, so you've got to catch up. Goal. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm maintaining. Okay. I'm good. good I just okay, love good. that everyone is talking. Um, everyone's just, like, motivated right now. It's just to, like, change. Like, we've had enough and I'm glad that we finally mm-hmm. got to that point and I can even admit mm-hmm. like you know just I've been so busy just worrying about like just day-to-day surviving that I you know haven't been you know as involved as I sometimes am and you know it's kind of time to get back into that too so I'm excited about the possibility the prospects of doing that as well because that's so much of right who I am I'm a little Leslie Nope um and so you know i've been you know trying to do this real estate thing lord jesus so hard and so yes time to (laughs) you know do other things too so yeah Mm. 
yeah, it's going to be terrific. And I, again, I'm still, I still like this whole, the con- we had a mm-hmm. conversation offline where we talked about you like running for like local office. Yes. And I'm still really excited about the potential enough? of being like your hype person at your rallies. I've had enough because we were discussing because <laughs> I was going over my ballot uh, and I've had, researching I've had these enough. horrible people that are running for office. And I was like, I, it just makes me want to run for office. And I was like, in my song, was like I've had enough. Enough of you people. Enough of you guys. Right. So. I've, <laughs> I've had enough. So, and I'm going to be the hype person at the rallies. Like, you know, before she actually, like, takes the dais, I'm going to be up there, like, hyping up the crowd. And my chant is going to be when I've so, said, yeah, so I'm I've very had, excited you for say, Chris no. Haynes goes to Washington. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> I have not gone to DC since yes. college. It's been so long. Yeah. So um, I don't know if everything will be closed, um, but or what things will be. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Virus. And I don't things. know. We'll have to see what yeah. what August brings in terms of the the uh, COVID nineteen and all that, but. But I'm excited that we're going. I again, like I feel yeah, like I saw, after I my it, one like, little protest yesterday, I now have the bug. Like you know, um, have it, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, I know Andrea won't go because I was like, oh, she just um, she ready. She out there protesting and stuff. So I know she's gonna be ready. <laughs> and your response just proved it all. And I'm, yeah, I'm ready. So, dying. yeah, Andrea and Kristen go to Boston. She was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I was like, this <laughs> I was like, I am so there. Um, and especially, like, I love that it's also like August, you know, the whole like August my, 28th, like you said, the 57th anniversary of the original I have March my on Washington. Like, on, my even though, rang, like, because I, um, I feel like. Because it's one of my favorites. Huh? So. Oh. Okay. I just couldn't hear you. Oh, happened. see, that's happened right. to me today, too. But it's fine. Okay, I didn't hear ahead. anything. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. No, but I think I kept recording. But, you know, just the fact that it's August August 28th and it's so it's, you know, the, the anniversary of the March on Washington and um, I don't know. And I think that even though like what you were saying earlier, like, yes, there's an aspect of it that's like really like 57 years later and we're still marching. Um, but I also feel like, I don't know, like if this momentum and this like, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that are like happening, like keep sort of like moving forward or whatever, then, um, then I feel like it'll be a very different March, you know, like, it'll be like a March, like Mm -hmm. for better, for worse about like, you know, the, the gains that have finally been made and the moves that are finally like in progress or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'm, I'm hopeful, like I said, like, I'm just, look at me, you know, today, at least I'm in a very hopeful place of like, at least, Mm -hmm. um, like perhaps it'll be a march that's about something very um awesome. like it's from a very different all right i'm like it's 11 i gotta watch this so, 30 we'll minutes of insecure have my bubbly so um i bid you adieu until the next time i talk to you which is sometime <laughs> this week before sunday um i bid you adieu because this is not the olden days that we literally have to wait until sunday anytime yeah. <laughs> sometime yes. between now and all sunday. right girl 
Talk to you later. Bye. No. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.